Hi everybody and welcome to Growth Week. This is a monthly week-long conversation that is aimed at helping you grow intentionally in every aspect of your life. So wherever you find yourself today, this podcast will challenge you to take the next practical step towards your God-given purpose and potential. My name is Justin Doro. I'm a certified John Maxwell Leadership Coach and I'm also the lead pastor here at Word of Truth Ministry. With me in the studio is one of our ministry directors and co-host Robin Aldea. It is Growth Week. Welcome back to Growth Week, all you amazing podcast listeners. I'm so excited for this series that we are going to be talking about this month and even more excitement because over the last couple of weeks, we have just hit over 2,000 downloads and I think that that is just something to celebrate. Like just to think that, hey, this was something that we started a couple of months ago and this has been downloaded now over 2,000 times, which is such an encouragement. How do you feel about that, Pastor Jay? That's really good news, hey. You know, when we started, we thought we are just going to be speaking to our office team. Then we thought, okay, let's share it with a little bit of our church congregation. Now, 2,000 downloads later, that's really good. Definitely. So that is just such an encouragement for us to to keep going and to keep growing and to keep challenging all of you guys to, to come alongside on this journey with us. But before we get into this month's content, I want to ask you, Pastor Jay, how are you doing? You know, every month we have to answer this question. How are you doing and what are you currently growing in? It feels like I'm not really growing. I know I am because I'm doing all the things that we say we should do to grow. I've remained consistent, but I cannot pinpoint a particular area. It just feels like in a lot of ways, I'm just going through growth tension. Uh, it's, mm. it's just like, yeah, I know there are things that need to be done. I'm trying to figure out what exactly needs more of my attention, but I'm yet to see what the fruit of that is going to look like. Definitely. I must agree with you, Pastor Jay. This was also a difficult question for me to answer this month and answer it honestly, because for me, it feels like there's no massive, this is the one thing that I am growing in kind Mm. of thing. But it's more just like being consistent in what we have already been speaking about. And the one thing that I keep coming back to is the second series that we did in this year, which was all about change. And I was thinking that there are so many changes that I've made and I'm still in the process of making, which may seem insignificant to the people around me, but I know the weight and the gravity of those things that it's like, I'm, I'm carrying that tension of just saying, Hey, uh, you know, let me just be faithful in getting this right and making sure that I get it right before I focus on just doing some other crazy stuff. And one of the changes that I made was in my relationships. And I just realized towards the end of last year that there were certain relationships that I needed to just press pause on, that I needed to just say, hey, stop, (laughs) just no for now kind of thing. And it's, it's been a difficult process. It really has been difficult. But then, you know, I think with this month's content and what we're going to be sharing, I think it's a relevant thing to talk about because a lot of what we're going to be sharing this month has to do with people. Actually, <laughs> without people in your life, this topic becomes completely irrelevant. And so this month, we are talking all about growing our 
influence. Now, Pastor Jay, obviously, as usual, you are the person who brings the topic for the month to the table. So why did you feel that it was necessary for us as an office staff to grow in influence? Well, I think as a leader, I was beginning to notice the the growth that was taking place in our office staff, the way we were making decisions or just doing life. There was some significant changes. And I really felt like there has to be more than this. We can't just grow a small group of us. We should influence the rest of the community to grow. And I knew that for that to happen effectively, I needed to activate you guys to become more influential in in, in a sense so that you'll deliberately and intentionally influence the people that are around us. You know, you guys are so aware of the church culture, the, the family culture that we are building in our church. And I really knew that if I could encourage you and activate you as influencers, our community would become better. So that was that was the thinking behind the idea. But yeah, I also know that we cannot be effective leaders unless we grow our influence. So whether you are actively leading people at the moment, if you want to become a better leader, it's all about influence. John Maxwell always says leadership is nothing more than influence. So yeah, I wanted, I, I just really wanted to challenge our team to grow in that area. Definitely. And I think, you know, unless you're living under a rock, you've probably heard this thing about influences, right? Yeah. It's everywhere right now. Social media influences, people on YouTube influencing. It's just everywhere. It's everywhere. And so it's important to know that this is relevant. This is not just for the church office staff. This is not just for the YouTuber making videos. This is for everyone. No matter where you find yourself, you have a circle of influence. You have some sphere of influence and so you need to be aware of that and so that is what we're going to be speaking about all week now pastor jay you're going to tell us a bit about this current time that we find ourselves in like i just said we are surrounded by this term of yeah. influencing influences all that kind of stuff so how do you think that came about like why is it such a huge thing right now you know what traditionally people used to believe that if you wanted to be successful in life you needed power so the more powerful you were, the more successful you were considered. And maybe without going on into all the um, colonization and the World War history, some, somewhere in the 1900s, I really believe that the world was characterized by this crazy pursuit for power. People were just looking for more power and more glory. And I guess maybe perhaps after the World War, some of that pursuit for power was inadvertently brought into the marketplace and into the reconstruction of society. So you will have people like, say, my father's generation. Those guys, they went to school with the idea that if I get out here, I need to become a leader. I need to have a position of power. If I'm ever going to become something, I need to be either a chief. I need to be in charge of something. And they were all in pursuit of power. But that has now changed. We are now beginning to see in my generation and more so your generation, uh, Robin, is that you don't need power to become successful. You just need influence. We are seeing now very young people on, say, YouTube who are very wealthy in a sense. They have made so much money. But all this is a 12-year-old with no power, but so much 
influence. We are in that world. In fact, uh, the, the phrase they are using that this is the age of influence, and that's what we call in this particular episode, the age of influence. If you want to be successful, if you want to make a difference in the world, this is the time and the only way you can do it effectively is through influence. Definitely. And I think it's so easy to do that with technology, right? Oh, yeah. So I think about the young people that you're sharing about. I remember when my cousin was about nine years old, he was already on YouTube watching kids his age unboxing video games mm. and like big companies sending their video games to kids to unbox and play and review. Yeah. And, you know, they like, they have followings of thousands of people that are busy watching their things and more people doing that thing because of what they've seen. So it's so easy to influence those around us in this day and age. And, you know, it's actually become a huge booming industry. The influencer market is absolutely massive, right? So in the last three years, it has grown by 8 billion dollars and by the end of 2022 they are predicting that it will be worth 15 billion dollars wow that is crazy really crazy and that's why we see more and more people embracing especially social media influencing like you know you just see everyone trying to be an influencer these days so it is such a relevant topic for right now and like you say, these phrases have become part of our language, influencer. You're like, when did we used to talk like that? But now we actually use this and say, you know what the influencers are saying. And you're like, wow, who are the influencers? And the other thing is that it's everywhere, right? Yeah. So if whatever you're interested in, there's an influencer who has a strong voice in that area. So whether you are into baking, <laughs> there is a baker somewhere who has millions of followers on Instagram that is showing you the best cakes um, and fishing. I don't know. Like you, you just name is. whatever it is. Chances are that there's an influencer, at least one, probably a couple that oh, yeah. are just making a lot of money that are influencing a lot of people around them simply by just using whatever they're passionate about, whatever makes them happy and just broadcasting that to the world. That's very true, Robin. You know, as Christians, we are supposed to also influence others and we should make our mark or at least rise to begin to influence some of these spheres because we have this concept that the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our God and his Christ. So if we really are going to give those kingdoms or those domains to to Jesus, we actually need to influence people in those areas. So influence becomes something that if you are really serious about your relationship with Jesus Christ, you really need to consider growing in. In fact, as I was saying that, I just remember that Jesus Christ is one of the greatest influencers that have ever lived because, hey, whether you are saved or not, Christian or not, people really know of what Jesus did. You know, he lived for only 33 years on the earth and yet his impact and influence is still going on now, centuries later, and it will last for all eternity. So here's a point that I want to make. It doesn't matter how old you are, how long you get to live, you can make a difference. And more so for us as Christians, as followers of Jesus Christ, the greatest influence of all time, we need to believe that our lives are significant and we need to do things that after we are gone, after we leave the earth, our influence will remain. Definitely. So Pastor Jay, the question is, who are you influencing right now? 
right? Because someone may be listening right now and be feeling like, hey, but I don't have influence. Mm. I'm not influencing everyone right now. And I think one of the things that struck me the most when you were teaching this to us and we started having discussions, you started asking us questions around this, like who are you influencing right now kind of thing. And I think most of us would say, oh, you know, I'm not making that much of an impact. I'm not really influencing people. But we came to the conclusion that it doesn't matter who you are, yeah. there's someone that you are influencing right now. That's right. Most of us, we underestimate our influence, especially in this age of influence, because if you have a, a social media account that you only have 100 people following you, you kind of think that my influence is insignificant, but it is significant for those 100 people that, you, that are following you because they have chosen to align themselves to you. And so you have some form of influence, but because we tend to compare ourselves with these, you know, great guys that might have millions of people following them, we, we, we then begin to underestimate our own influence. And I want to say you have influence. And you see it with the people that you spend time with, right? Mm. So if you get a new group of friends, chances are that pretty soon you're going to be adopting some of the mannerisms that are in that group and vice so versa. So you make a new friend and before you know it, they are speaking like you. They are doing some of the same things that you like to do because yeah. you are influencing each other. So this is actually something and we're going to be getting into more detail about that over the next few days but influence if you're <laughs> listening to this and you're like oh this month's topic is not for me i promise you that it is for you it is relevant to you right now yeah robin i like that because somebody might be saying well i don't want to grow in influence i'm, I'm happy not influencing anybody but i'm telling you even when you're not intentional about influencing somebody even your decision not to grow in influence is going to influence somebody not to grow in influence so everybody is influencing somebody but on the other hand somebody is influencing you for sure no one is immune to influence we are all living in this age of influence and in one way or the other we are either being influenced by media television whatever somebody is influencing us and like you rightfully said maybe it's just your friend maybe it's your mother maybe someone is influencing you and so we have to take this uh, subject really seriously definitely and so i think i have to ask you this question pastor jay who is influencing you the most right now <laughs> Well, I know I'm going to sound like a pastor, but <laughs> but I want to say, and, and this has always been my desire, that Jesus Christ will always be my greatest influence. One of the things that I try and do with my life is that everything that I'm doing is so Christocentric, <laughs> just trying to imitate Jesus. But even though that might sound super religious or whatever the story is, it's really my heart desire that Christ influences me the most. But let me say, as, as a pastor, just as a communicator, one of the main voices that is influencing me right now, John Maxwell, definitely. I love what he's got around leadership and around communication Andy Stanley has been it remains an influence in just how I want to grow in communication and like you said there are different spheres there are some guys that are influencing me uh, just in in terms of how I you know dress and, and and it's not intentional but every time I check their photos I'm like oh yeah that's the style that's what I need to try and do so yeah they they are people influencing me but if I were to mention just one or two Jesus John Maxwell Andy Stanley and uh, yeah, 
Hopefully you guys are also influencing me. Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I agree with that. Obviously, you know, Jesus is the goal. And I think we'll also talk about that a bit more this week, how he influenced people. Because when you really look at that, the way that he led, the way that he lived his life, how it caused people just to radically transform their lives was just insane. But how I like to see it is I like to be influenced by people who help me to look more like Jesus, if that makes sense. So it's like, because it's like, hey, if that person can do that, then, you know, I'm one step closer because they're human. They're here right now. You know, they're living in the same world. They're living in the, so it's almost like it's just becomes a bit more relatable. So I won't use you as an example. Pastor Jay. I think obviously, you know, being my spiritual father, being my boss, you probably have the most influence over my life directly. But when I think about the spheres that I want to grow in, like one yeah. of the, the things that I'm really wanting to be intentional about is relationships, right? Mm. And it's making the best relational decisions and also just making sure that I'm okay, I'm healthy to be in relationships. So currently there are people who I just love their voice in this sphere because they're just speaking about this topic. So they're speaking about, you know, making sure that you have your identity, that you know who you are, that you are healthy when you want to be entering into relationships with people. And so two of those voices for me is number one, Jenny Allen. She just released a book called Find Your People. And that's all she's speaking about is just finding your people and how to relate with the people around you. And I love how she uses culture Um, You know, she goes uh, talking about the different cultures that she's experienced and how we've changed over the years in relating to each other, but also back to the Bible, looking at, hey, what does the Bible say about this? And then one of the other people that I love just following on Instagram and they have a Friday Q&A every single Friday, you know, when I get home from youth and before I go to bed, I make sure that I go to their stories (laughs) and I'm, I'm just seeing hey what did they answer this week and that's Jonathan Pecluda mm. he has written books for young adults he's written books for um, about dating and relationships and all this kind of stuff and every Friday he answers oh man like I think about 50 questions just from people that ask him questions and I love listening to that just hearing what he has to say about those different things because it's so relevant to what young people are going through right now Wow. This topic is so relevant because influencers shape your worldview. The way you see the world is determined right now by the kind of people that are influencing you. If the truth be told, when it comes to leadership, a whole lot of my leadership concepts have been influenced by John Maxwell because he is the person that's influencing me the most in that area. And then if this is true, that influences shape our worldview, it's important for us to seriously consider who we allow to influence us. I think it was in our prep the other day and you were saying to me, you know how this age of influence, people don't get their news from the trusted TV stations. We used to be trusted TV stations. Nowadays, we get our news from our influencers. We, we follow the blogs, we follow their stories, and their voices are helping us interpret what's happening in the world right now. And that is a scary thing if you have the wrong person influencing you. Uh, you know, we were talking about all these COVID stories, you know, the vaccine, no vaccine, was COVID real or not? Most of us didn't even listen to any official news. We only listen to our influences. And all we know about COVID and about the vaccinations is from our influences. 
And I think this is something that we should seriously consider because it's so easy to follow someone on Instagram oh, yeah. or to add as a friend on Facebook kind of thing where before you know it, you are being influenced and it may seem insignificant, right? Yeah. So you may say like, hey, you know, I listened to this song by this one artist. You follow them on Instagram. And the next thing they're posting about a conflict happening somewhere in the world mm-hmm. and they start to shape yeah. how you view that thing and it may actually be wrong yeah. if you're not checking your sources correctly and all that kind of stuff so this is really subtle like you've already said Pastor Jay. now this can be a bad thing yes but it can also be a really good thing I oh, remember yeah. I shared the story with you yesterday when we were just preparing for this and it was just like wow some people are using their influencer status for some good. So Pastor Jay, why don't you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, I really love the story because again, maybe it's some of the people that you are following that I'm not following and I completely missed this news. But when you shared what David Bacon had done with his social media account, that really blessed me. You know, David, uh, for those who don't know who he is, uh, I don't know. But <laughs> Hopefully you know who he is. <laughs> I was about to say there's no hope, uh, but... Uh, <laughs> There is hope. As long as you know Jesus, there is hope. <laughs> but anyway, uh, David Beckham is a uh, you know, renowned soccer player. He used to play soccer for all the great teams. You can name them. But anyway, he's got a huge following. And you were telling me about this particular incident that really challenged me and really blessed me. It, it, to this very day, even just thinking of it, I'm like, wow, why can't pe- more people do this? So David Beckham has got a following of over 70 million people on Instagram, 56 million on Facebook. And this is what just drove this point home. That's like double the entire population of the United Kingdom. That's, that's his home country. So with all these people following him, he decided to leverage his influence to help mothers who are pregnant or pregnant women who want to give birth in Ukraine. This is war-stricken Ukraine at the present moment, and there's all sorts of chaos happening right there. But he wanted to lend a hand. He wanted to help. So he found this nurse. I don't know how the background story is, but he found this nurse that is hands-on helping these pregnant mothers. And he gave his platform, his social media account to her just for 24 hours so that uh, she could reach the rest of the world. And now, here's what I like about this. This woman, prior to that moment, perhaps very few people knew of her. She's just a woman in war-stricken Ukraine. Uh, She's desperately trying to help mothers who are in a crisis. And yet, because she lacked influence, she was battling. And here comes somebody with great influence. Like, I've got millions. Uh, I've got an entire nation following me kind of thing. The population of the entire nation uh, following me. And I'm going to give you that platform. I'm going to give you my influence. Uh, I'm not even going to speak on your behalf. I'm just going to say, here is it. Whatever you want to say for 24 hours. You can speak to wow. people that are ready to will, to listen to you. And can you imagine now that this woman who was not known, perhaps, is now known by millions of people and her cause is now being supported by millions of people just because of influence. How great is that? That's incredible. You know, I, I already know the story, but as you're sharing it, I just have goosebumps all over because it's just the power of 
influence, you know, creating awareness about a horrific situation mm. and the the need that they have right now. And so if you maybe had no idea what was going on after you view David Beckham's Instagram stories for 24 hours, there's no way that you can plead ignorance to what is happening on the other side of the world. And you can say, hey, if you're a Christian, you know specifically what to pray for. If you have the means to help with resources, you can now go and say, hey, I want to go help this, um, you know, this woman with her cause. And so that is so powerful. And the truth is, Pastor Jay, we've seen this throughout the ages, right? Mm. We've seen people take selfless stands for good causes, right? And Mm. use their influence to save millions of people to save entire nations and it makes me think of queen esther from the bible you know what woman especially christian woman does not know about queen esther because she's kind of like this figure that you hold up as like wow you know i want to be as brave and courageous as queen esther and a quick recap if you don't know the story is that she was this jewish girl living in um, ancient persia and so she had no nothing she had no influence not really her parents were dead she lived with her uncle you know and somehow she ends up being chosen as one of the girls to go and prepare themselves to go before the king right so this king was wanting to choose a new bride a new queen for persia and so she goes and basically she gets chosen she gets chosen as the one and you know the whole thing around it is her one night with the king you know kind of thing so she goes into this and this king falls in love with her he loves her so much and now in those days you didn't just come before the king without uh, a summons like you couldn't just (laughs) march into the throne room and be like hey i need to speak to you kind of thing but she finds out about this plot that this guy that worked alongside the king was plotting to kill the entire Jewish nation. Like he had this hatred for the Jewish nation and he wanted to kill these people. And she finds out about this and she is just like, there's no way I need to do something about this. And so she risks her life without a summons. She goes into the throne room and it's like, hey, you could have your head chopped off for this. But she's so brave that she goes in before the king and she wow <laughs> she could have she could have been killed yeah. you know and what also what what just amazes me about this story as well is like before she even did that the amount of influence she carried because yeah. she called the entire nation to fast and pray for three days before she went in to the king that's influence right there and her influence with the king caused her to speak up for her people, caused her to come before the king, not be killed, and actually for the entire Jewish nation to be saved. How amazing is that? So selfless, so courageous, and something that, oh man, it's, it's marked history forever. Wow. You know, that story of Esther, every time I hear it, I think of that line that Mordecai says, maybe you were born for such a time as this. And here it is to all our podcast listeners. Maybe you were born for such a time as this. You might be the person, you might not even have so much influence in in the natural, but you may be able to influence one person. So I I look at the story, from uh, Esther's story from two sides. One, yes, she influenced the Jewish nation uh, because she could lead them like you rightfully said. But then she knew that I am... I have the ear of the king. 
Whatever the king decides to do, at least I am going to leverage my influence. Even even at the cost of my own life, I will die trying to leverage my influence with this one most powerful person so that they will make a better decision. So never underestimate the influence that you have. And the real power of that is, is how many thousands of years later is it now? And she's still influencing people today. She's influencing you. She's influencing me. She's influencing <laughs> so many people. And you look at so many people throughout history who have done that. I, just, I was just reminded of Mother Teresa. You know, there's so many powerful figures throughout history that you always remember them for that one thing that they had kind of thing. And But the truth is, Pastor Jay, is that as much as they are good things, they have been some pretty evil people who have also used their influence for terrible things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The the truth of the matter is influence can be good or bad. We say this earlier. And so it is it is your responsibility to make sure that you're stewarding the influence that you have for good. You know, like what we say, David Beckham just realized that, hey, they they are people that I need. I may never get to touch those mothers in Ukraine, but I've got influence. I'm going to steward my influence and leverage that so that I can do some good in Ukraine. But there are some people that don't do that. They actually use their influence for bad things. For example, uh, there's another biblical story of Absalom. And I think most people know about Absalom, who is King David's son. And so Absalom was, the Bible says he was praised by the most of the Jewish nation, the Israelites, you know, they, they praised him. They loved him because he was handsome. He was good looking uh, from, you know, head to foot kind of thing. And it seems to me he was a man who was loved by the masses. So he had influence. So when Absalom was not happy with his father, and I'm really compressing this long story, he was not happy with his father for something that had happened. And anyway, he, he realized that I've got so much influence. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to leverage my influence to turn the hearts of the people against my father. And so he he came up with a plan and every day you would go and meet people when they're trying to come to, to the palace and you would whisper some bad things and just speak ill of his father in a sense saying my father is, is is not a good man he's not treating you fair that kind of stuff and he was turning the hearts of the nation against his own father and when he eventually had this huge following he started turning that following into a great army and long story short that army is what he, he uses to try and overthrow his father he was trying to usurp the kingdom from his father and How did he do this? It wasn't like I have a big army. I've got so much power. I've got authority. In fact, David had the power. David had the authority. But Absalom had the influence and he leveraged his influence. And what he did caused so much harm to Israel. And many lives were lost in the process simply because a man stewarded his influence for And we see that in the modern world today as well. We see people joining certain kinds of organizations, certain movements that just create havoc all over the world. You Mm. know, you think of people that that join movements and become so radicalized that they don't care about their own lives. They don't care about the lives of the brothers and sisters around them. They're just like, hey, I have this mission. And you see people blowing themselves up. You see people going into crowded buildings and setting off bombs and not even caring if they perish along with that just because of a cause. And where does that come from? It comes from 
lending your ear to someone, hey, this person is persuasive. You allow them to influence you. You allow them to change the way you think. And before you know it, you can be influenced for something really bad. Now, that's an extreme. Yeah. Okay, that's really an extreme. But the reality is, is it's happening. Right, and it's happening all over the world today. And that is why this is so important. You need to realize someone is influencing you all the time. And so you need to make sure, hey, is this a good influence or is it a bad influence? Wow. I love that, Robin, because right now as you're listening to us, guys, you are under somebody's influence right now. And I hope that we are even influencing you to grow in your influence. But here's the thing. Maybe there's some things that you're doing right now and you're not quite sure why am I doing what I'm doing? Maybe it's time to pause and say, who is really influencing me? You know, there are some people that have divorced because of the influence of bad friends. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, you don't deserve this. You need to let go. Mm-hmm. And you just follow their influence and live to regret. So don't just blindly follow somebody's influence. You need to identify, is this good influence or is it bad influence? And I think something that's really practical that you can look at, and it will require some introspection, is if you are starting to sense something about yourself that's different, right? Mm. So I think this is so important. Hey, you've always been a really patient, kind person. And all of a sudden you find yourself just slowly becoming angry and becoming irritated and just turning into this person that you don't recognize anymore you need to see what is currently influencing you because it could be a man it could be definitely the people around you i think that's the main thing but it could also be what you're allowing you know into your life into what are you watching what are you listening to these things influence us without us even knowing kind of thing you know like the the things that you watch tv Mm. movies the music that you listen to these are all really powerful things and obviously the people that you're allowed to speak into your life you know if you start to see hey um you've got this friend in your life and they have anger issues and then you start exhibiting (laughs) anger issues that's something that you need to be really aware of and careful of Oh, yeah. And influence is so subtle because unless you are aware of the fact that you are you're not immune to influence, you will ignore these subtle changes in your life. We as parents kind of notice when our kids start using language that we don't use in our house and like, hey, who are you listening to? Where did you get that word from? Because that's the power of influence. And when the influences come to you, they don't say thou shalt do this. They just model it for you and without knowing it you start imitating and you have been influenced definitely well pastor jay it is clear that we are living in the age of influence Mm. right now and um it's a really exciting thing i mean it's so awesome to know that you can use your platform you can use your influence to do some good in the world and so i'm so excited for tomorrow's conversation because we're going to be getting all up close and personal about influence like how can you be intentional about influencing those around you and how can you just be intentional about developing um you know this part of your life and so i can't wait for that and so to all you podcast listeners i want to encourage you if you haven't already hit subscribe make sure you don't miss a single episode invite someone along this growth journey with you and until tomorrow let's keep growing Growing.